This is News Talk. Well, as you would imagine, the deaths of three young people in Tala dominating the front pages today. The Irish Independent has a quote, Farewell little angels, our hearts are broken. Its photograph is of twins Chelsea and Christy Cawley, aged eight. The photograph is from them on their communion day. And they have a photograph, too, of their big sister, Lisa Cash, 18 years of age, who all died in a violent attack at their home in Tala. The main story on the front of the Irish Daily Mail, killed at home, twins and their teenage sister die in horror triple tragedy in West Dublin. The Herald this morning, knifed and thrown from window. Two young children were thrown from an upstairs window after being stabbed during a frenzied attack in their Dublin home by a man known to them, Gardaí believe. The Irish Daily Star knifed to death and thrown out of the window. The Irish Daily Mirror, three angels butchered in their own home. The Irish Sun, nightmare, twins murdered with a machete, their sister killed trying to save them as monster storms house. And the front of the Irish Examiner has a man being questioned in connection with siblings' death and they have a photograph of the floral tribute being laid at the scene on Rossfield Estate, Tala in Dublin. A man still being questioned last night and we should say also this morning by Gardaí investigating the violent killings of Christy and Chelsea Cawley and their sister Lisa Cash. Um, and there's another tragic story on the front of the Irish Examiner about another child who has died in this country. This is Jack de Bromhead and that's on the front of the Examiner. Jack's beautiful young soul will be frozen in time. The devastated parents of Jack de Bromhead have described their son as frozen in time with a beautiful young soul as they prepare for his funeral days to come. The 13-year-old son of Henry de Bromhead and his wife Heather died in an accident during the fifth race at the Glenbay Racing Festival uh, in Kerry. On Saturday, his wake will take place at the family home in Waterford tomorrow afternoon and the funeral mass, requiem mass, will take place on Wednesday. Just a horrific weekend in this country for news, particularly news of young people dying. And I saw Jack de Bromhead, uh, I was watching Punchestown earlier this year, I didn't go to it, watched it on the telly, and he was interviewed by Brian Gleeson before a race and also after the race when his dad's horse won. And you really would have to think, I know people were sharing the video again on social media yesterday, that this was a future star of the racing industry. He was like a young Ted Walsh in terms of his commentary and his confidence in front of the camera. And it's just heartbreaking news. As I say, a very, very difficult weekend, not least for the families of all those involved. On to other news in the papers this morning and obviously the budget is at the end of the month. We have further leaks and speculation. The Irish Times front page says that we could have a cut of a €1,000 in the student contribution charge. This is obviously if you're going to college, you have to pay around three grand at the moment in your student contribution charge, but a cut of up to €1,000 is among a range of options on the table ahead of the budget. This is a According to a research paper prepared for the government, it also includes increasing the student grants by 25% and then widening eligibility. Who would qualify for a third level grant? Higher Education Minister Simon Harris stressing that the measures on the table do not preempt the budgetary process. Although Simon Harris is out and about this morning, uh, he'll be available to talk to the media and I'm sure he'll have some
some comments to make about the fact that they could be cutting the student contribution charge by a thousand euro. The Irish Examiner is an interesting one staying with politics. This is calls for a cabinet position for road safety. Campaigners looking for a minister for road safety essentially and this is a man whose sister was killed in a road collision. He's calling for road safety to be given more clout at the cabinet table all because of an increase in road fatalities this year. Neil Fox, his sister Donna Fox uh, died while cycling to work uh, in an incident involving a truck which took place at traffic lights at a junction at the north inner city in Dublin. Her brother Neil well known for campaigning for road safety measures and he says we need a minister with responsibility for road safety who has a vote at cabinet. Now there is a super junior minister Hildegard Nocton. She does have a seat at the table but she doesn't have a vote. We also of course have Transport Minister Eamon Ryan um, but Neil Fox says that we need an actual specific cabinet position on road safety who can vote on the topic, which is an interesting one. Staying with road safety issues in the Irish Times today, they're talking about cycling. And you sort of have to think to yourself, why do people cycle? Why do people leave the car at home and decide to cycle instead? Is it because of climate? Is it because it's enjoyable? Or is it, as I would have thought, because of health and fitness? Well, it turns out that people link cycling with fun more than the climate. This is according to an expert speaking in the Irish Times today. It's an American researcher in transport policy who was speaking in Dublin over the weekend and he says that we need to make cycling a more pleasurable experience because that's likely to get people on their bike rather than warning them about climate change. The most important reason people ride bikes is that they enjoy it, according to Professor Susan Handy, who's a big expert from a university in California. Having fun and being relaxed are the strongest things people associated with cycling. Doing something that's good for the environment comes last. So maybe we need to change our thinking. Stop telling people, leave the car at home, get on the bike for the environment, but start telling them that it's fun to cycle. Mind you, uh, as someone who has to drive in Dublin, and when I drive home from work it looks like the least fun thing in the world to cycle because it just looks so dangerous and you have cars weaving in and out people cutting you off it doesn't look like a very fun experience uh, getting on the bike in Dublin now Liz Truss it looks like is going to be the uh, British Prime Minister by lunchtime today and there's a big exclusive in the Daily Telegraph today that if she wins the Conservative Party leadership she's going to freeze energy bills for millions of households. Campaign sources familiar with discussions and energy company insiders have said that a freeze in some form is expected and of course if they do that across the water the government here is going to face huge calls to do the same because we can't let all these energy companies keep hiking their prices here when we see that in France and possibly now in the UK energy prices won't be going up over the winter and then we're exposed in Ireland where you can have companies I mean, not even putting them up by 5%. In some cases, it's 30-40% of an increase. Liz Truss is the clear favourite, and The Telegraph says if she wins, she's going to freeze energy prices to avoid, quote, Armageddon. So we'll see what happens with that. Staying with The Telegraph, it's an interesting one about the way we are shopping and the things we're buying since the pandemic. And white bread, very, very popular once again. I'm sure you're all familiar. People were baking... 
banana bread and they were doing sourdough bread and all this stuff during lockdown. That's all gone now. The sliced white loaf is making a comeback. After churning out sourdough loaves of varying quality during the lockdowns, people are falling back in love with white bread. Sales of the product soared, this is across the water now, by 17% over the past year. Uh, And apparently people considering how much it costs. You know, white bread, probably cheaper than buying sourdough. They don't have time to start baking again, so they're back to buying white bread. Interesting, though, the way our shopping trends have shifted after the pandemic. So, occasion hats are up, wine glasses are up, as are boyfriend jeans, whatever they are, white sofas. People flat out buying white sofas and also wired bras. And the things that are down, the things we're not buying anymore, Jigsaws. We don't have time to do jigsaws anymore. People aren't buying bread bins either. They're not buying non-wired bras. They're not buying microwaves. And they aren't buying soup makers. And apparently suits and dresses are going up again because people are no longer wearing tracksuits because they actually have to leave the house now and go to things. Shock horror. Final story comes from the Irish Daily Star. There's great pictures in all the papers of Electric Picnic over the weekend. The news today in the Star and indeed elsewhere is that Electric Picnic bosses have confirmed that the festival will return again next year but they're not increasing the capacity. So we had 70,000 wet drowned people at Stradbally and uh, it used to be 55,000 now 70,000 back next year but it's going to be capped at 70,000 and they have said that there's lots of highs with this year's festival the low was that it was going to finish and today they're going to pack it all up and wait for another year so confirmation electric picnic going ahead and they're not increasing capacity there fair play to people who stuck it out I had a friend who went on Friday had a ticket for the whole weekend, was packed up and back in Nace by half ten Saturday morning. She just said, enough is enough. Everything was soaked. And so the problem was that it didn't stop raining then, so it didn't get a chance to uh, to dry any of the stuff. So she just said, enough is enough. Others waited it out, and uh, I did see some sunshine there, so, which was quite pleasant as well. Big surprise, I just saw it on Instagram before we came on air, Mary Black entertaining the crowds uh, yesterday. And despite quite a young crowd in front of Mary Black, they were all singing No Frontiers back at her, so certainly longevity in her career. Anyway... On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.